this is Fern Hall, and you're listening to Aetherite Radio. Bags. Bags. It's foil. Sorry about that. They could hear the foil. <laughs> <laughs> She's almost done. Sorry about that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're okay. It's just it was the perfect time. It was just really the perfect time. Alright, are you good? She's running. She's running away now. She's like, "You make dinner, all right, <laughs> all right, all right, all right. We're good." Hello, everybody, and welcome to Eighth Right Radio, Gabriel Escapes Final Fantasy fourteen podcast with now with foil. Uh, <laughs> I hope that's in the intro. I love this to chat foiled again. Love it. Foiled again. Love it. I'm um, Fuse X. Joining me today, we have Doctor Mog and Rin. What's going on, guys? What's up? Uh, so much, we're going to kick this off real quick. Uh, go through uh, what we've been doing in the game and then get into some news. We've got a lot of cool stuff this week. Uh, so, Bryn, wielder of the foil, what's going on? Uh, well, I mean, I guess you're typical. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, in all honesty, I'm addicted to fishing. Uh, it's almost kind of uh, pretty sad. I, I look forward to I, I log out in, in any place near water so that when any I can get five minutes or whatever just to toss that in and yeah. just trying to squirrel away as much uh, gill as possible to not get banned and to uh, also buy a house here at 2.1. <laughs> nice. Mog, how about you? Uh, just farming. Just farming titans. Like, what are you already farming? Turnips, cabbages. Yeah. No yeah. man, just uh, just fights, <laughs> Praetoriums and CMs yeah. and titans and yeah, just get everybody through it. And coil, we're on turn five now, which is good. And um, that's it. The grind, daily grind. Good old grind. I know. And I'm so sick of like Praetoriums and AK. Like I can do, I can do like two, maybe three at a time. After that, I just want to lose my mind. Um, got my yeah. got my Gatebold plus one. Got my Artemis bow. Uh, I got summoner up to 45. I was, I think the last episode I talked about how I, I, I had started Arcanus and I just kind of got bored of it. Um, mm-hmm. It starts to get a little more interesting once you get summoner and you start getting the job specific abilities now. So I love uh, like Bane and Fester. I'm loving that. Fester is, is where I just, it's at. I just got, uh, I just got the Garuda Iggy last night. And so Contagion with all that stuff is like the best thing ever. So I'm really, really liking that. But uh, been good stuff. So hopefully I can uh, get that to fifty and uh, start working on the uh, the book light relic for that thing here pretty soon. Oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> really quick here, I uh, want to mention uh, nominations are open for this year's podcast awards. Um, we would be interested in being nominated for the gaming core uh, gaming Corey. What's a Corey category? Um, if that's something you guys would be interested to, you can head over to podcastawards.com with the banner right on the side of the website. Click on that. Type in our uh, name and our website under gaming. So, Aetherite Radio. Let's get some Final Fantasy uh, 14 representation in there this year. I think that'd be really cool. Hell yes. Thank you for that. I think uh, nomination period ends October 15th, if I recall. So, uh, get those in. Uh, and also nominate any other podcasts uh, that you like or listen to. So, there you go. Um, Extra Life is coming up. That is November 2nd. Um, we don't know what we're doing yet. Uh, we think we're going to do something, though. So, we will talk amongst ourselves later and uh, hopefully uh, next week we'll have some uh, details for that 
Hats to help the, uh, I believe it's Texas Children's Hospital. That's, that's what it was. October hmm? 2nd? You, Did I? I think so. It's November 2nd. November right? 2nd. It's not today. Right. It's not today. <laughs> it's not today. It's next we, we might do something today. I don't know. <laughs> we, just, we just might start Maybe. a 24-hour just, just wait like for that. our Just wait for the second podcast that we're going to do later yeah. today to announce what we're going to be doing <laughs> apparently this evening. Yeah, we're just, we just last, we really last minute thing. We're just going to 24 hour marathon games right now. Uh, but uh, we're going to figure out what we're going to do. Uh, maybe we'll do some dual streaming and stuff, uh, some stuff like that. Um, I do have some stuff from PAX still that we need to figure out how to give away. Maybe we'll do something mm. during the marathon. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, so we'll uh, we'll see what we do. Uh, but we'll let you guys know. Uh, but we'll throw a post up on the website for how you can uh, participate, how you can donate. Um, and all that good stuff uh, once we figure that out because we need to do that before we can tell you guys that. Um, news this week. Um, coming out of Tokyo Game Show, we had some videos uh, being shown, a little bit of information here and there. Uh, Lightning, as much as we all love Lightning, um, in Lightning's ret- Lightning Returns, um, we already know that she's got the Makote outfit, um, but this past couple weeks here, they also showed that she will now get Grand Company swords and shields um, as part of that as well. So you can uh, rock your uh, Maelstrom uh, sword and shield if you want. Uh, you can also do uh, some color customization on the Makote outfit, which is kind of cool. So if you don't like the, uh, what is it, like black, white, and red, and red, you can yeah. change it to whatever you want. So there you go. Um, we had a new, brand new column start uh, last week on the website called Lore Crafting. Um, this is similar to Lore Train, because they both have lore as the first word. You see that? Um, <laughs> lore Crafting is going to be a little different from Lore Train, uh, where Lore Train is full of facts. Um, lore Crafting is going to be a little bit of, hey, we noticed this. What could this mean? A little more speculation, a little more just kind of like geeking out over little things. Uh, first one is up. <laughs> it does contain spoilers from main scenario storyline, though. Um, so we're not going to talk about it on here. Um, but if you want to check that out, go over to the website. It's there. Um, leave comments, and maybe there's something we missed. Maybe there's something you noticed, and you're like, oh, my God, did you guys see this? Maybe we didn't post it, and we'll, uh, let's talk about it a little bit. Um, we had a lore train this past week, so we have a little bit of info. Back at PAX, uh, we ran into uh, Fern Halls. Um, I know between me and, and Anonymous, um, one thing that's kind of been racking our brains, um, a lot of times in the game, they refer to Charlene as the Island Nation of Charlene. Well, if you look at the map of Eorzea, we know where Charlene is. It's not an island. So, what's the deal? A um, little history lesson for you guys. We finally figured out what the deal is with that. Uh, the people from Charlene are actually from an island north of Eorzea. And so they migrated down and they founded the city state of Charlene. So, they have an island called Charlene and then they have the city state called, called, <laughs> called Charlene. Not confusing at all, right? Um, and so, what happened is uh, they founded this city. And then, um, you know, once the Empire was getting involved in Eorzea, started taking over stuff, uh, they took over Alamigo, and they were in uh, some talks, you know, like, we need, we want to be buds, like, you know, we don't need to come in and, like, mess up our stuff. Um, and so we figure probably right around the time of the Battle of Silver Tier Falls, everybody in Charlene is like, you know what, we're out of here. So everybody left, um, and the people that were left behind in Charlene, which is now this kind of abandoned city of knowledge, those are the members of the Circle of Knowing. So there you go. So when they say the island nation of Charlayan, they mean Charlayan, which Old is the island, Charlayan. which is an island called Charlayan, not Charlayan on the continent, which is not an island because 
it's it's on the continent. So there the you go. Yeah, the original. <laughs> now <laughs> you wife, know. Wife spotted. <laughs> it was one of those things where you know we were always going through text and we're like, is this like a typo? Where you know, and one and one theory too we had was that um, Ironheart didn't when he made you know the cartographer when he made the map maybe he just never got over that far. He's like, uh, it looks like this. Okay, uh, but no, it's not the case. So his actual his his grandson is actually in the game. I don't know if anybody anybody noticed that um, the the grandson of the cartographer he is the one right outside the uh, the waking sands that gives you the uh, the relic quest the you know the all the, like the little dungeon quests and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. So well, I've, yeah, I've talked right with him a hundred times. I didn't connect that. I did not yeah, connect yeah, those dots. Yeah, actually, if you if you talk to him, just normal NPC dialogue, he uh, he mentions it. So that's cool. So the whole Charlayan thing is like Portland, Maine, and Portland, Oregon. That's. <laughs> Exactly. That's and that's actually believe it or not. Or we, we have we have a Paris we have a Paris Texas here. So yeah, the, uh, the Portland <laughs> is actually the example that that Fern Hall gave us because he's from Oregon. So he's like, hey, it's just like that. I'm like, okay, so Charlene is in Oregon. All right, it's not. I don't want to confuse anybody else. That'd be weird. Um, moving on from that, we do have um, some lore crafting stuff planned for the future. I really want to do one on Odin. Um, I have one started. Uh, we're gonna polish that up a little bit. Um, we had another one. We wanted to do, and I forget what it was, so I can't tell you. But uh, we are working on those, so uh, we want to try and get them out as frequently as possible. Um, so look forward to those. A lot of cool stuff in there. Binding Coil has been won. Kind of. Kind of. Maybe. <laughs> uh, there was a group of players went in, um, and they triggered a... I don't, I don't know if you call it triggering it's an exploit. or an exploit, but basically, and this has happened um, with other... Uh, Monsters as well, and Square Enix actually made a post they commented on that. This. Yeah, a yeah. um, mm. couple weeks ago they made a post saying that the um, Monsters Chimera and Hydra were bugged um, in a sense that you could make it so that they would not move. This happened with Demon Wall too. Um, you can do it with almost any monster, pretty much in the game. If you know how it works, I'm not going to say how it works, but it's a, uh, it's a, it's a, a trick where the monster thinks you're you're there and you're not, and you have threat but you're not. So it just, uh, it really tricks the game into thinking that uh, it freezes the monster, essentially, into not attacking, not doing anything. And uh, it's really bad for the game. It needs to get addressed quickly because it's, it's being used on lots of different things. And uh, Square Enix said specifically that if a monster gets bugged in this fashion, uh, you're to stop the fight and restart instead of uh, continuing the fight. And they can track that, apparently, because monsters, when they can't reach their target, they can check for that, you know, line of code or whatever. And uh, so, yep, on the topic of Binding Coil, people are using that and have, uh, you know, they'll probably get in trouble for that. So, Has there been, have they hotfixed this now? I haven't heard Mm-mm. anything. No, it still exists. Um, really? Yeah, yeah, it's... I- uh, I would have thought Essie would have been all over that because I mean it's it's like their their precious binding coil, you know. It's well, like I mean, watching that really close. Exactly how to do it isn't clear. Um, okay. But you know, if you've done it, you kind of get it. You know, once you've done it once, you're like, <laughs> oh, oh, okay, yeah, we we're not doing that. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people are kind of on the fence. Um, the the group that's that won reported it. Um, said they wanted rollbacks and stuff. Um. It's interesting to see because there's a lot of people that said, "Oh, they should be banned for it," and they knew it was an exploit. Well, uh, it's it's weird the way that it happens, and I'm not going to go into it. No. It could happen accidentally. I'll say that. Right. Well, here's so, here's my maybe my my line of thought, um, and I mean it. It's kind of one of those things where it's like you almost like 
like if like what would you do if you were in that position right like no nobody knows like there's a million different answers to that but yeah they went in and i think around 80 percent of the the mob's hp which is actually the mob is what twintania right which is from yeah i want to say ff5 F- 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 oh, well it's, it's from ff5 I, I think is I think. it don't quote me on that but yeah so it's <laughs> it's been in a i can, I can google that for you feel yeah like. right um <laughs> but basically they knocked down a little bit and then it just kind of sat there um it's well you know if it if if the the bug happened at eighty percent, they stated this last week, was it? Before yeah. they bugged Twintania, um, that you were supposed to not do this with Chimera and Hydra. Right. So, um, presumably, they knew that they shouldn't take it from eighty percent to zero. Right. Well, and and so. and let's be honest with you. If if you're a group of people that have made it to turn five, you obviously know what you're doing. Um, you know something's wrong if the mob isn't moving for more than half of the fight. Well, you know it's bugged instantly. You know, yeah. yeah. So. Um, on the we got a question on any reports on how close companies have gotten without the bug. Uh, there, people have gotten them down to thirty percent, twenty percent in some cases. Uh, it gets really tough after snake spawn, and uh, the phase after that we haven't gotten to. But uh, it's it's a tough fight. It's really tough. It's one of the harder fights I've I've done in many many years, and yeah. it's awesome. Well, and I and I think I think a big part of that is because we don't have Crystal Tower yet, so we don't have that that item level eighty gear to kind of. Yeah, there's no stepping stone between the that. Dark Light and the and the Allegan, <laughs> really. Yeah, so. Yeah, kind of that's it's a little that's bit of bad. a gap there. So uh, once that comes up, I'm sure we'll see more uh, more coil wins. Um, vote kick is coming. A lot of people have been wanting this for uh, for Duty Finder parties. A lot of people come in. People go AFK. Um, and there's no way to get rid of them, so you got to leave the instance and requeue. Um, people don't abuse that and just kick people that are undergeared. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's what they said they are their most concerned but, with. And go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. What else are we getting in in the next patch, though? MVP. Oh no, yeah. <laughs> no other thing. Other uh, thing. <laughs> good. Good one. Yeah, that, that, that'll tie into this. Yeah, we'll come back to that in a second. But we're getting the item level requirements for Duty Finder as right. well, so people mm-hmm. can't go in undergeared. However, you know, but even in that. It, in yeah. the vein, you know, because I was in a party last night and like I was talking to you guys pre-show and it's like, okay, um, no, I don't need to be in full dark light for this content. I've, you know, we've won multiple times very easily and a lot of people will still, you know, I, some people who are uh, less skilled uh, <laughs> might choose gear over that. And so that there is that a, a chance for the system to be abused. I'm and I think that's they, what concerns uh, people. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm afraid they're going to set those item level requirements too low. Um, and so what's going to happen is that people that are in full dark light or elegant gear are going to go do Praetorium run or CM run, and they're going to see somebody in full AF or maybe even lower because I don't think that Praetorium you know, necessarily even needs right. AF. Um, right. so, so, you know, you, they're going to get in there and be like, oh, these guys aren't in dark light. It's clearly on a spirit, speed run and just boot these people that are geared properly for that item level content, yeah. but they're uh, not as good as, you know, whatever they're running within their parties. So it's scary. I hope that it doesn't turn into that. Um, you know, we're going to talk about party etiquette here in a little bit, but uh, I'm afraid for that because, uh, so far, pe- all he sees people shouting for relics, you know, required to do speed runs and stuff. And it's scary. Yeah. And they, yeah. and score mentions that in their post, I believe it was uh, Fox Clan that posted this on the Japanese forums uh, and mentioned that there is the possibility of this feature being used wrongfully. So we're going to focus uh, to make sure that these kind of problems don't occur as much as possible. Um, so for that reason, because um, they want to look into you know prevention of that kind of stuff, um, they don't know when it'll come out. Um, so they're, right now they're looking at uh, if they're going to implement it in 2.1. Um, and to kind of go along with this too, with the kicking um, to discourage AFKing, 
Um, we also have MVP coming in 2.1 as well, which will encourage people to be good and nice and helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll be, I'm almost wondering if, you know, the uh, vote kick will be just like a hot fix after 2.1, after they see how MVP stuff has, is working. Um, I, I feel like that would be a logical thing to do to see how uh, behavior changes with MVP in place and then um, looking at, at vote kick, but uh, hard to say at this point, but they're adding it. So it might be a good uh, method uh, or change that they could add where you can't vote an MP, uh, MVP if someone's been vote kicked. Mm. So, like, for instance, if your party, you know, you got six people that want to go do something and you pug two of them and you kick one of them for gear, nobody gets MVP, you know? I, wonder I think if, maybe that would be a... I wonder I if don't maybe, know. I haven't uh, really thought about it. I just... Yeah. I'm wondering if maybe they can add some kind of um, something in there to detect if somebody goes AFK. So, like, if yeah. somebody doesn't move for, like, ten minutes. Um, well, they've got AFK timers on the server. I don't see why they couldn't... Um, right. Just you know, do that exact same thing. And in so, so maybe maybe shorter. have something similar to like what you have, but um, if it's an AFK thing, maybe maybe you know, I mean, there's there's a million different little things. That they yeah, and you gotta you gotta start. test because you don't want to sit here and end up punishing you know the the, the good players. But um, right. anyway, no, it should be interesting to see what they end up doing. I'm you know, like I said, I'm excited for the MVP. Um, system and you know <laughs> I think somebody said they were concerned though that at the end of the thing people will be saying MVP please and uh, and I have to assume right now that of course we wouldn't be able to vote for ourselves so I wonder if that they're going to even require people to vote at all like you know otherwise people might just be like all right I'm, I'm not going to win I'm not going to vote and then I'm out <laughs> It'd be interesting yeah everyone just rushes out and they don't bother to vote that'd be kind of lame yeah, but I'm you know I don't know I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be cool. It'll encourage people, especially with the um, the random matching coming in two point one as well. I think it'll encourage people to to jump into Duty Finder a little more just to to do whatever. And I mean, if if you know there's MVP and if there's the uh, the tokens or whatever you're going to get from the random matching as well, depending on what you can get from that, you know, be it uh, Chocobo Barding or you know more cosmetic stuff, which would be funny since we don't have vanity slots yet. Um, yeah. Chocobos do. Chocobos do, yeah. yeah. Some some chocobo <laughs> would be cool. So we'll see what happens. I think it'll be really cool. Um, and it's it's nice to go back and just you know do older dungeons. Um, do, I mean, there's still stuff I haven't actually done yet. Um, I did Temple of Karn like for the first time last week on my summoner, which is a, which is like the first time you're through. That is a very unforgiving dungeon. <laughs> it was rough. Um, I mean, I still have to do. Uh, I haven't done Cutter's Cry or Zaymail yet with uh, with 2.0. I haven't so. done uh, Wanderer's Palace yet. Oh, uh, I love Wanderer's Palace. And I've been wanting to do it. And I queue for Wanderer's Palace and AK. And uh, and I end up usually getting AK. So yeah. it's like, all right. <laughs> I, will, uh, I think Wanderer's Palace is probably like my favorite dungeon right now. I hope they oh, yeah, it's the got hard the to- one before it. It's got it. the Tom Berries. I just, Have you just, done- just the whole the whole area. I just love the the zone that it's in. I think it's really Have cool. you done any of the, uh, the Scholar uh, job quests yet? I have, I you know, it's it's funny because I was like, you know, I can level Arcanus, and then I'll have I'll have Scholar and Summoner, mm-hmm. um, but I'll probably never play Scholar, but I'll have it mm-hmm. just on the off chance that somebody wants a healer and they think that me being on one is a good idea. Um, <laughs> so I've been, you know, I've been I've been doing the the quests as I as I level up, and uh, so I got them. But yeah, it's 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 interesting for sure. I love the the lore with it. I love the Tonberry. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because primarily when I was doing those, I was like, "Oh man, Fusion's gonna love love this," you know, just yeah. with the whole uh, the story behind that and what I mean, you know. Anyway, so good stuff, good stuff. <laughs> I still haven't done it yet. I don't want to. Yeah, it's I, good. I should probably get in there and do it. 
Yeah. You haven't done Wanderer's Palace? No, no. Um, it's the only one I haven't done. It's fun. And you and you played eleven, right, Mog? Yeah. The yeah. uh the one of the, the first boss you run into. The first like, boss. Yeah. The, the first boss is uh Keeper of Haladum. You remember the uh, enemy from Zeta? At all? Maybe? No. I didn't know there was a Tonberry enemy in Zeta. No, it's a Gubu. Oh, okay. It's a Gubu. But anyway, a little fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, next up, your world transfer. Uh, we do not have a set date, however. Um, they have said it will take place in the first half of this month, so it's coming in the next couple of weeks. Um, they have also said that for the first five days that this service goes live, you can transfer for free. So I think if, that's a really good uh, good move on their on their part. And we were kind of talked about how that like you know we believe that they were going to do like free transfers at least you know maybe like offer one or but it's nice that they're saying for the you know several days that will hopefully allow you know friends and everybody to kind of get to the world they maybe wanted to um, when they got their character created. Yeah, and it, it's nice too because a lot of people that uh, maybe played 1.0 but weren't on the 2.0 bandwagon from day one, uh, you know they weren't aware of the initial transfer that they offered. Um, and now that the game is out, people know how full their worlds are. Um, you know, they can uh, look at that and, and see if they full. want to get a whole group to, yeah, if they want to get a whole group to move to a different server. Um, or if, you know, they want to say, well, our server's kind of full, but, you know, you know, come over here and we'll see how it goes. Um, but uh, first five days is free, so we'll see what happens. I'm worried that, like, that first day, all the worlds that are, are close to full, and they've listed these, uh, Yoshida made a post. Um, all the worlds that are kind of like they're not they're not like locked off he he never mm-hmm. said that you couldn't go to them but it's more of like a, if you go to this like you might be in a queue or something just like you know just so you know we told you so um so we'll uh, we'll see how that happens i'm worried that as soon as those things open like all these servers are gonna be locked and then nobody else can move over to them and so i don't know we'll see what happens with them so I know I got a lot of people that want to move over to Hyperion, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> hopefully they yeah, can. Man. Hopefully they can come. Sargatanus, so, baby, it's where it's at. <laughs> it's not. I'm sorry. It's just, it's just not. All right. Um, last here, but not least, for news, um, Square Enix has uh, put up a post. Uh, they are starting to get rid of those lovely RMT people who we love so much. Um, between uh, September 12th and the 30th. Um, there were 6,154 accounts that received disciplinary action for RMT site advertisements. 156 um, received disciplinary action for illicit activity. Um, September 28th, uh, that was 568 for uh, advertisements and uh, activities. Um, total frozen gill. Approximately three hundred sixty-seven thousand seven hundred million gil. So three hundred something. Can you say that trillion. backwards? No, it's hard. It's it's that's a lot. That's million gil. That's that's a lot of gil. Hmm. Um, there's been a lot of issues. People um, saying that they're getting wrongfully banned. Um, supposedly there was a, an exploit um, with event items or something. Um, and I think, and this happened in 11 too, I think what the problem is, um, especially, you know, now that we know how wonderful SE support is, cause they have so many people working on it. I think the problem is they don't have enough people. And so they are trying to automate this as much as they can. Yeah. And people are just they getting caught to. in it. Yeah. You people know, are just getting caught up in it. And the same, Jeez. the same thing happened, happened in Final Fantasy 11. I remember, um, 
when they started um, rolling out their, uh, they called it the RMT poner. <laughs> when they started this, a lot of people that just did gardening in their mog houses in 11 got banned. Um, and it, you know, it was just, they had like a, a set, uh, you know, filter or whatever, and people just got caught in it. So, um, it's, it sucks. Um, That's why I think, uh, in those numbers you listed that there's so many that were banned and there's a whole bunch that received disciplinary action. It's probably those ones that actually contacted support and were like, Hey, no, it wasn't me. And they were like, Oh, okay. That's why yeah. that number is real small. Yeah. It's hard to say, but, um, it's, it's one of those things and it's the same, you know, as, as just kind of, I guess you could really relate it to RMT shops and tells. It sucks that they're happening right now. There's a lot of them, but it'll get better over time. Um, I mean, you know, Yoshida talked about how with the this, the spam and shout and tells, um, they add these phrases to a filter, and so then it gets caught in that, and it doesn't even make it. So as the game comes, you know, as the, the RMT are, are doing these things, they filter them, and less and less show up. And I think as we go along here, too, the same thing will happen with bands. They'll be less innocence, I guess you could say, that would get caught in it, is, is the hope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, um, all these people that are shouting, a lot of them are actually wearing like decent level gear. They're decent level characters, and you know that they bought Gil or something, and they and they stole their account. You know yeah. it, and it just hurts because yep. like full level fifty gear characters wanted to get an extra mill so they could buy something, and yeah. you know they bought their Gil, and now they're now they're hacked. Sorry. Yeah, it, it should it should go without being said, guys. But don't buy Gil. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna get your account <laughs> stolen. Worth it, ever. You're gonna lose money. It's just it's not. At no. all, farm farm praise and sell coke or something. On the, <laughs> yeah, on the, on the, play on the, the markets. Street. Play coke. They sell coke on the street corners of Old uh, <laughs> or something to, to all the lonely lalafels that pass by. Um, that'll take us into. We have two topic discussions today. Uh, our first one is going to be pug etiquette, which uh, for you the people that don't know what pug is, it's not pugilist. It is pickup group. That's a big MMO term. So more you know. <laughs> Oh um, man, I thought we were talking about pugilists. And <laughs> man, that was a pugilist etiquette. We're to talk my, about Pug. My rant is completely uh, devalued now. <laughs> yeah, oh, right. pugilists! Don't show up on pugilist and spam DOTs from another class. Um, <laughs> all right, Pug Don't etiquette. Don't stand in front of a monster when you're on pugilist. <laughs> yes. Uh, so we have we have one email. I'll uh, I'll read this one to start us off here. This one comes from Chiu Chiu from Balmug. Chiu-yu-yu. What a good Chiu-yu-yu. name. I know, right? Probably so a lot of fell. Chiu Chiu. Chiu Nice. I'm guessing it's, that sounds like a lot of fell. I'm going to go with a lot of fell. Just I hope so. Just guess. I mean, it could be a Rogan. Who knows? Um, we could always <laughs> look it up on uh, Lodestone. You, you could. Know. If you if you want to be that creepy stalker guy. You I am. I'm going to look him up. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Just kidding. She goes on and she says, I think pickup groups should be like preschool. Everybody plays nice together with no tantrums or name calling. Uh, they share their goodies, be they graham crackers or subligar, because you get what you get and you don't throw a fit. And then everybody waves goodbye with a smile as they head home after a fun day out. Many of us are still learning and uh, gearing up, um, awkward and nervous, but when everyone goes into it with an attitude of friendship and teamwork, I see so much more of that here uh, than in other MMOs. Uh, and so if that happens, everybody else has a good time. Now, if we could only throw the bullies out via vote kick. <laughs> now she's absolutely right like i would say that like you know most of most of the you know experiences i have with pickup groups are definitely a great experience um it's the the sad fact is is that you know you do run into the people who give you such a sour taste and you know that it, that yeah. it could end up like you kind of forget about all the other good uh times and groups that you ended up having and the sad fact is is that 
you know, okay, there's no real need for it. If you're queuing, you know, and you're expecting and you're going to get pickup, you know, you're going to, you know, you have to know that you might get some people who are really skilled. You might get some people who aren't so skilled yet, but that's the opportunity for everybody to learn. I mean, so if you think of, you know, if you're queuing randomly, you know, that's a learning opportunity. Be prepared to be flexible and, you know, answer questions. But we don't we don't seem to get that with some of the, the bad players out there. And some of them even uh, – like to try to like somewhat enjoy uh, trying to make other people miserable or make it, you know, or make excuses. <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. I, I think the most important thing um, for any, any run you go into, Oh, you know, don't go in and, you know, right off the bat, be a dick about it. Um, you got to go in. Not everybody has done this a million times. Like you have, um, you know, other people are doing this for the first time, depending on the level of the dungeon, maybe it's their first run as, you know, a certain job or whatever. Um, so I did, I actually, I've been doing a lot of long stop this past week. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to get my battle mage robe because I think it looks really cool. It does. It looks awesome. I never, I never got it. Um, I got a couple of other pieces, but not the rope. Um, and now I'm like out leveled for it. So whatever. Um, <laughs> but you know, I had this one run where we went in and it was all right, you know, a little rough. We got to the boss and we wiped probably four or five times. And, you know, each time we got better and better. And then eventually we, we beat it with like two minutes left on the clock. And that was really cool. Um, I mean, you know, no one was was being rude or anything the whole time. We're like, all right, let's go in. We got this. We can do it. Um, and that's that's the the kind of stuff that sticks out, right? It's the oh, we won with like two minutes on the clock, and it was awesome. Um, and I think it, it's unfortunate because I think the the worst um, run-ins are the ones that that stick out in everybody's head because you have more of them because it's easier to be negative on the internet than it is to be mm-hmm. helpful. Yeah, I have a short rant. Go ahead. Do it. Okay. People that shout or get into duty finders with extremely high expectations make me want to push them. Like, just push them. You just because want to, just want to tighten them off the edge. Just want to, <laughs> yeah, right off Titan's Cliff. Not, because if you have high expectations and standards like that, and you're going to be rude to people around you and try and get people that you don't know in, you know, in line and do better and that kind of thing, you should be in a free company and trying to run this stuff with them. And, and, in, and, and then you can, you know, converse with them in your voice chat or, or, you know, talk about, you know, just make fun of them or whatever. Maybe they won't care. But people that get into random groups or a pickup group, why would you be rude to these people that are just thrown into it with you? You know, I mean, I, the way I see it, if I want to do something serious and, and, you know, work at it hard and get it done, I go with the free company. And if I want a laid back situation where I don't care so much about how long it takes or whether we've wiped two or three times, I go hop into the duty finder and run it with pickup groups, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the, the animosity towards just random people on the internet, when you have placed yourself into the duty finder yeah. with random people, it's right. your own, it's your fault. It's not theirs. Yeah. Right. They're well, just the in there, you know? Mm-hmm. Doing the problem lies with the individual who's actually being the dick. I mean, it's that yeah, that's what I'm talking they, about. Yeah. They are like okay, so and, and with the exception, you know, or the rare exception that they're playing a role and they're like RPing, you know, being a complete you know jerk. With that exception, like you know, that would <laughs> equate to some kind of problem actually in real life. And tapping yeah. into like even it further, where you're talking about with a free company, it's yeah. like if you can't find people who actually like being around you in a fake world, <laughs> you know, you shouldn't, you know, it's like you're, you're, you're just building up animosity towards others because, you know, maybe the, you know, you can't find seven people because maybe you have a problem. 
<laughs> I mean, there's, there's like, there's they, like I'm just, those people should apply to a free company that yeah. is more serious than maybe their current free company because right. they're pugging things. Why are they? Why do they have such high expectations of random people? It's not yeah. like you could go, you know, out into the mall and pick up ten mm. people and expect them to fly a flight, you know, a squadron of fly, fly, fighter jets. Like what? You know, it's the same idea. I'm not saying that the game's that difficult, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Just taking a random sample of people, you think that you're going to get. You know this quality they're they're just ranting about, uh, you know, in these parties and and getting to go on, on about people and it's like no you're you're doing this wrong, you know yeah. get into I mean, get into a free company and or make your own you know there's, there's three ways to look at it I mean first you have Duty Finder right anybody can do Duty Finder it's like you know if you don't have a lot of friends maybe you're new to the game or you just want to do content whatever you don't, don't have a lot of Finder. time yeah just right. jump in second is shout groups um, a lot of people have been have been doing this for speedruns for AK. Um, Titan stuff that's a little more harder. They don't want to end up, you know, waiting in Duty Finder, getting in, and then people are undergeared since we don't have the item level check right now. So they yep. do that. They can check gear before they go in. Third, full uh, free company. I mean, that's you know, that's going to be the easiest way to get into free company. And then you have people that can do it whenever. And then if there aren't people available in the free company, that's when you go back to. I just flicked <laughs> off the, Watch your fingers, I flicked off the camera. Watch yeah, fingers, that's when you go back to <laughs> number um, two. Lewd gestures. That's when you bring out lewd that's, gestures. That's, that's, that's when you go back to the shout groups, and or that you know, and then if you can't get shout groups, then you go back to the duty finder. It kind of scales back and forth depending on who you you know have available to play with. So it's you know, if if you have to do duty finder, that's fine. Use duty finder. There's a lot of other people that are using duty finder. Uh, just realize that you know, maybe they're doing it for the first time. Maybe you want to do you know speed runs of Praetorium because you need philosophy tomes. That's great. Johnny over here is running it for the first time and is doing it for the storyline. So just ease yeah. up on, you know. And, you know, the other thing, too, is you're welcome to leave. Like the people that, you know, you don't have mm-hmm. to bitch at other people and call them bad. You're welcome to step out, take a moment, reassess, and go back into Duty Finder if you're not happy, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I frequently hop into, uh, into AK and Praetorium runs, uh in progress because they're halfway done already. They had somebody that failed, <laughs> yeah. and it's like easy as heck for free points. So well, that's actually really smart. <laughs> it's so good because they're all like because you get the oh. points at the end. <laughs> yeah, and you don't have to do half the dungeon. It's awesome. Yeah, smart. Um, Wait, pro tip yeah. right there. Up <laughs> <laughs> on a tank or a healer, and then queue up for in progress on whatever you want to do, and you'll have no trouble. It's awesome. Yep. Yeah, I mean, and, and consider too, um, especially depending on what you're queuing up for. Um, I know usually Mondays are lovely for Amdivore Keep if you're trying to queue up for that as a DD. It takes yeah. forever to get in. Um, and then you get in and someone's like, oh, this isn't going to work. This dude is like, you know, he's a summoner with like, you know, level 40 gear or something stupid. I'm leaving. Well, that's great. Thanks for wasting, you know, the hour plus. I just waited in queue. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, keep that in mind, too. It's not all about you. I mean, your chances are, depending on sure what you're is, doing. Sure it is, man. It's my real life time. <laughs> Well, yeah, but at, you know, you at know? the same time, consider you queued up for this for a reason. You wanted yes. drops, you wanted XP. Um, other people did the same. They're all waiting in queue. You're, all, you know, that's a lot of time wasted, not in the event. And then you finally get in and you decide to give up. If you want I think to, these people are just using the wrong venue. If they if they want that kind of commitment from random people on the internet, they should yeah. be in a better free company or start joining these shout pickup groups instead right. of. I mean, the way, the way I saw it, it's like, you know, going back to that long stop run I had where, you know, we, we ended up taking like all the whole time to beat it. Um, yeah, it took us the whole time, but how long would it have taken us if we got halfway and then the white mage left realizing the tank sucked and then we all had to requeue and do it all over again? It would have taken more time. So, yeah. I mean, if you tough it out, 
you'll you know you can still get it done and then you don't have to waste even more of your time a lot of you know i mean you mog you made the reference about how it's wasting time well it's going to waste even more time if mm-hmm. people leaving you out of requeue so well i gotta say if they fix the wait timers on the dungeons maybe it wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> just saying yeah yeah they're they're bad <laughs> They gotta work on they gotta work on those wait times and you guys the last just four days. You guys just aren't running the right dungeons at the right times. Man. No man, <laughs> the last four days from like seven p.m. Eastern to eleven, servers are just trash. Everybody is just like just skipping across the ground. You know and what? Things I, and I don't. You know, I'm oh, not like yeah. a, a server expert, but it, it would almost. I wonder if it would be possible or make sense for this matter. I mean, please, you know, if, if anyone thinks this is stupid, you know, let me know. Um, but we have, you know, we have Duty Finder, right? A lot of th- everything is Duty Finder. And then you get in, you can make a party on your world. Like, we could do, like, a whole free company party, and then we have to queue up. But we have to wait. Um, you know, why can't we get a server that handles full parties that are created on a single world instead of, you know, like, have one for all the people that are queuing and then have one for all the parties that are preformed? I, because I, then I feel like that one is going to be less full than the other, and people are just going to do the other it's just i don't know people well, i feel we, like you're 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 shifting the issue down the road and it's yeah. still not actually solving the issue which yep. the the solution is adding more head. you know adding more servers and you know yeah. in that regard just, just for the expanding capacity yeah. yeah absolutely and so that you know and that's done you know and then that that's a problem that you know will be you know fixed uh, over, you know, over time, over time. et cetera. Yeah. So, you know, it's unfortunate in that regards. But the exciting side of it is the game is extremely popular. People are playing the game. And I hope, you know, they continue to play because that means, you know, we're going to be getting, you know, more content and more, you know, more servers. <laughs> right, yeah. So. so it'll get better over time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. All uh, right, does anybody have anything else more for pug etiquette before we move on? No, just... Be nice, like hands, yeah. like hands down, like don't be a dick. Your life is too short. <laughs> you know, it's like even if it has the anim- you know, the anonymity that is the internet. Yeah. You know, <laughs> just it's Wheaton's yeah. law. Don't be a dick. <laughs> don't be a dick. That's and if you're to too it. awesome for anybody else on the internet, don't 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 maybe join you, duty. Maybe fan, you duty should go fan. go play something else. Yeah, like well, uh, no, I mean, just don't, if you're in a bad mood today. And yeah. you know how to do the content, and you get into, and you expect to get three other people or eight, seven other people that know the content as well as you do in a random selection of people from the internet. No, <laughs> no. Those are those are odds that I would not bet on. No, <laughs> no. And that's I think the people have that they they set that expectation that everybody's on the same page that they're on, and then when they're not, they have that that immediate disappointment, and it's it's, it's kind of it's a it's a. It's a skill that you have to practice in life as well. You start putting expectations on other people, you know, and, and that's not who that person is. And then they're, they're going to constantly let you down. And so you're constantly going to be stressed. And it's just better just to, you know, <laughs> just to sit Isn't back. Isn't called externalizing or something? Always placing so. blame elsewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's your yeah. fault. It's your fault. Yeah. It, it, it's because of you don't do this, this, or this. It's like, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. I can't do this, this, or this. You know, you expect me to be a pilot. I'm not a pilot, you know? And I, yeah, I disappoint you because I'm not a pilot? I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was, I, was doing, uh, I was doing Fates out in, uh, in Northern Thanalon. And I was in a party. I was doing some summoner stuff. And I had somebody in the party. What's the, the level 50 summoner ability? It's the AOE circle thing. Oh, the the one he you command in Kindle, where he uh, does no, it's to, it's the it's oh like, it's Shadow, the Flare. Shadow Flare, Shadow Flare, and I have this guy in the party. He's like Shadow Flare. I'm like uh, I'm level forty three. 
He's like, <laughs> so? I'm like, it's kind of a level 50 ability. He's like, oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so. Roger, roger. Yeah. All right. Uh, so next up here, uh, this was a topic. We asked you guys for topics on Twitter. So we had Pug Etiquette. Another one we had here was uh, Fate Leveling versus Player Skill. A lot of people worried that uh, everybody is mm-hmm. leveling in Fates um, and thus won't learn their jobs when they do get into, you know, hard stuff. Um, <laughs> you'll be like, all right, Paladin, like, Voke. And he's like, what's Voke? And you're like, oh, this isn't going to end well. That's so, uh, right, Mog, you had a story. That, that happened to me. Like, I, I pride myself in being a fairly competent player across the board, just in general. And uh, I leveled Arcanist all the way to 50 because I had Flash and I could claim mobs with Flash because it was cross-class. And I did nothing but claim mobs and kill stuff with carbuncles. And it was just... So I got all the way to 50 on Arcanist. And, I, I, and we go and do a Titan for the, for the free company for the first time. And I'm on Scholar because I had just unlocked it. And had never, <laughs> never put I had anything just on. Unlocked I had it. just unlocked it at 50. I took it. I didn't even unlock... Scholar or Summoner till I was 50 on Arcanist. Oh my god. And we go in there and I'm like, so what do I do with these stacks? How do I get the... <laughs> how do I get the... Uh, I don't even remember what nice. they're called now. I still don't even know what they're... What is it? The... Uh, Aether Flows? Oh. Aether Flows, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I was like, <laughs> how do I get Aether Flow? And they're like, with Aether Flow? And I'm like, that doesn't make sense. And so anyway, we, we beat Titan, me not knowing how to even do Scholar. Wow. And then... Uh, and then I was like, all right, somebody explain this crap to me. Because I hadn't touched it. I hadn't even touched it. Oh, man. We, um, sorry to jump in. Actually, I need to, need to get ready and take off. So <laughs> I would love right. to be more part of this discussion. But I appreciate that. Uh, and everybody out there, you know, I'll see you guys around. All righty. Yeah. See you, man. Take care. So, yeah, on that topic, I absolutely sympathize with people saying that people getting to 50 that don't know how to do their, uh, do their class or their job is a, is a valid Valid concern because uh, I didn't, I didn't, I did got there and just yeah. didn't. Yeah. So good a good points. thing, a good thing to do is um, as you're questing or fading, however you're choosing a level, every so often pop into a dungeon. You know, you know, do a couple levels. If you get new abilities, do a dungeon, play around with them. You know, get a feel for how they work. That's I think one of the well, best gonna, ways to they're, get. They're a probably going to fix this next patch, right? They said they're going to in more incentivize right leave quests and dungeons in terms of xp over fates right they said there were Did they, uh, i think as i recall yeah, there was a dev post that. about people were doing too many fates to level and they wanted and they weren't doing enough dungeoning so they wanted to increase the xp from dungeons so that might help that next patch yeah. in people getting to 50 and knowing how to play uh i hope so anyway you yeah. know dungeons i'm not saying they they should be the best XP, but they should be equal to Fates, and right now they're just not. They're not even close. No. No, it's nice so you get gear from them, but... Yeah. Yeah, it's just too fast leveling in Fates. I took I took a Scholar, I mean Arcanist, from 1 to 50 in two days. Wow. Um, yeah, just Fates. What, what was it? 1 to 25 in Eastern Shroud, 25 to 38 in Southern Shroud, and 38 to 50 at Ceruleum. It's wow. just, it's super quick, super easy. Yeah. Yeah. I think I did. I was I did because uh, I started. I actually started Arcanus with early access, and I got that to twenty twenty seven, twenty eight ish. Um, and then I'm like, forget because I was going to do it with the main story, and eventually I'm like, forget it. I'm just doing the main story. I couldn't keep up with it. Um, yeah. And I jumped back, and I think I did. Uh, I did uh, Corthus for a little bit there with uh, the Sfara, yep. Dragon Fate. That's some good XP. Um, and then now I'm hopping. Uh, I'm in Ceruleum now, so. 
Um, it's it, it helps really to, you know, as you go, I mean, because, you know, as you go, you unlock different dungeons you can do. When you unlock a new dungeon, hop into the dungeon to play around. You know, you get one every few levels. Um, and you know, that way you can tinker with new abilities and, and get a feel for how the job should be played. So I think that's that's a good way to, to do that. Yep. For yeah. sure. But it does slow you down, which is like the trade-off. Well, it, but you can, it, it can also help gear you, too, as you're going along. Instead of just hopping, you know, saying like, all right, I have like level 20 gear. I'm just going to grind a 50 in my level 20 gear. But, you know, along the way, yep. pop into some dungeons, get a couple accessories, get a couple pieces of of armor along the way as you progress. I think that's that's a good way to do it to ensure that um, you don't pull a mog and get it in a titan and not know what the ether flow is. Hey man, hey man. Like I said, I I know I know I'm pretty good about stuff and we still won. <laughs> like me not even knowing how to Was that was that so. a hard mode titan too? Yeah, oh yeah, it was 50. Nice. Nice. Yeah, no, I mean <laughs> I mean I figured it out, you know, in 20 yeah. or 30 seconds like where it was on my bar and what to do with it. This but is like, the action that heals. This is the action. <laughs> that's the way I mean that's the way I like learning though. I like to yeah. just get thrown into stuff and like figure it out. That's just I mean it gives me that excitement, it's, you know. It's nice though. It I, I, fight I like you again. I like the idea of progression where, like, you know, like I was saying earlier, I just got Garuda Eggy. Um, and so now, you know, I'm, I had like a kind of like a set way of doing stuff. Um, and I'd be like, all right, just Ifrit all the time. But now it's like with, with Garuda Eggy, I can use Contagion, which extends dot timers by 15 seconds. And I yeah. love dots. I love using Fester to, up, you know, up the potency and stuff. So pop that, pop Contagion. It's like, oh, yes, I love it. So, you know, as you're going along, it's like, Here's a little present for you. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, what does this do? And I, you know, I'll start using. It. I'm like, man, this is awesome. Um, so like, I got I got spur last night, and so you know, you pop spur, which is a a 40% attack bonus on your pet, and then that's coupled with uh, the other one. It's got a blue icon. I can't remember what it's called. It's an Arcanist ability, uh, whereas spur is summoner thing. But that boosts attack too, and you can stack those up together. So it's come on, it's, man. It's, you don't know your jobs. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you're one to talk man i know dude <laughs> i know where it is on my bar and what it does yeah. i just don't exactly know. exactly yeah. i can't remember the name of it which is it's I, that I thing that just increases we'll be, pet damage you know we'll be in we'll be in team speak someone will talk about this one ability i'm like which which one is that again <laughs> <laughs> it's the one with the little the little circle and the fist on the hot bar which which, which one was that all right um so yeah i mean really when it comes down to skill and fates and stuff just you know I I think right now the best way is just to you know as you as you're questing as you get new abilities, um, as you're unlocking dungeons, just pop into a dungeon every so often, get gear, get experience, learn how the job plays. That's it. I mean, it unfortunately there's people that don't do that, um, yeah. and that's it's always going to be like that. I think. I mean, even even if they make adjustments to fates or if they um, you know boost leave quests or, or you know I think dungeon XP is really what needs to be buffed. Um, and I think with the random um, finding or random searching or whatever they are matching, random matching, that's the word I was looking for. Yeah. I think with random matching, um, that'd be a good time to do it um, since they were also talking about adding you know, gill bonuses. Um, gill is a, an issue they are wanting to address right now, getting more gill into players' uh, hands right now. So I think um, dungeons will be nice after 2.1, but uh, we shall see. But uh, yeah. I've got a, a giggly baby in the background, so excuse that if you can hear him. <laughs> He's excited for 2.1, man. Dude, he can't wait. He wants to be MVP. He's, actually, that's something I should have mentioned in my in the beginning there. He loves just pushing the space bar and watching Dr. Mog jump. It's like <laughs> the funnest thing for him. He and likes we, the, I, the jiggle physics. Is that what it is? Yeah, the, the real-life female <laughs> physics. Me too. I, I can't complain. And... uh 
he also likes the chocobos. Like, he likes whenever I call the chocobo. Nice. And, uh, yeah. So. You, had, you had him saying chocobo yet? Yeah, yeah. He says, he says, chocobo, chocobo, or something like that. Yeah. Parenting Kugbo. at its best, right there, guys. All right. <laughs> uh, we do have one email here before we go. Um, this one comes from, is there a name in here? I don't know if there is. I'm calling Mike. This one comes from Mike. It says, I was listening to your show, and I was interested in hearing about your opinions on the game's economy. Uh, I've been reading more and more about it, and there seems to be a big divide in the community between people who feel like the economy will eventually dry up and those who feel like it will not. A big issue that I've seen uh, with every article or thread that I read about this is how most of everybody's arguments are based on theory rather than on facts. Mm. How much money does a character at level 50 delete from the server per day on average versus how much they generate, uh, or rather how much they could they could generate. Um, I actually do not have the facts on a global level, but I can speak from my personal experience. I'm a level 50 summoner right now, running CM and AK a lot. I have repair costs and they annoy me. I'm also a level 35 botanist and 35 weaver, um, and I'm able to collect flax, which I turn into a thread, which I can eventually turn into HU linen uh, chosses. Um, which will leave an old da, which will give me about 1.2k gil per HQ turn in. I get six leaves a day, so that's about 7.2k gil. I can generate a day from crafting leaves. If I run mm-hmm. dungeons, I have a small chance of getting some elegant pieces. So let's just say that I generate uh, as a baseline 8k a day. Um, I am not trading consistently on the auction house. I just uh, do crafting leaves and CM and AK. Um, am I really repairing more than 8k a day and every day? Um, I think the max that I can remember is probably 3 to 4k on a Saturday when I ran CM like 15 or 20 times. I would be dead if I ran CM 15 or 20 times. Oh, man. Um, additionally, the neat thing about leaves is that if I don't do them in a 24-hour period, I can do them as long as uh, I don't reach the 100 leave allowances. However, if I spend an evening not playing 14, uh, I don't spend money on repairs. My point is, perhaps the best way to fix this setup may not lead to a negatively growing economy if you use it a certain way. Um, I can't say that this is what the devs intended or whatever this is uh, good game design, but maybe if everybody did 8k worth of crafting leave generation a day, the market might break even or sometimes go positive. Additionally, if people continue to not use their crafting leaves, the economy will deflate, but that's good news for me because it increases the relative value of the money I'm making with leaves. I wish I had more global statistics on (laughs) how much the average player deletes a day. What do you guys think? Wow. I think you're crazy for doing 15 to 20 CM runs in a day, but that's a little oh, man, that's, from the point. Um, that's normal if you get a day off. I think regarding economy, um, I think my biggest issue right now is people don't realize that all items have a NPC sell value attached to them. So, for example, and I've run into this a lot, um, you know, I and I'm just I'm making numbers up, you know, cobalt gloves or something will say. NPC for, I don't know, 34 gil or something. People are selling them for less than 34 gil. I have frequently I, bought items for cheaper than they vendor for I on, don't, the, on, the, on the auction and then vendored them three steps I, later. I, I don't understand it. Things that sell for two gil to an NPC, people are putting on the market for, for one, one gil. gil. Minus tax. They have to pay tax too. That's just, the funny thing for me. Is people that put stuff on the auction for the exact price they could vendor it for, but then they've got to pay tax, so they lose money putting it on auction, and they have to wait for well, the for, gil. For stuff that low, I don't think tax affects it, though. Does it? Oh, it if it's like one or two gil, I mean, you can't well, really... maybe not, but just in general, you yeah. know, low 
low uh, priced stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's when, just so silly. When you go to set something up on the market, the default sell value is the NPC price. It should always be at least one higher. Because like, <laughs> you need you incentive to use the market, right? Yeah. It's just. Uh, my I, thoughts, you know, I, I my thoughts are there's that. really no issue on the legacy servers because of a, inherently how much money people had before servers. Well, I've been noticing that know, a lot up. on our server. I mean, people doing this. Mm-hmm. So. Well, no, I'm just saying that there's money on these servers because they're old. So, mm-hmm. for instance, it, it, money just exists. It, 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 yeah. we, nobody started fresh. You know, that's the. I think a lot of these issues are coming from the new servers Could be. and the fact that they they have repair costs as they're leveling. And they need, you know, to buy new stuff, and 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 they're looking yeah. towards NPC vendors in some cases. And anyway, there's just a lot more money going out than is coming in. And so, and on legacy servers, it's not an issue. But on new servers, every single, you know, gill you've got yeah. is precious at this point because there's not enough, uh, there's not enough to vendor, or the prices are too low on new servers for people to, for that to be an incentive, incentivized rather. So yeah. I don't know. My my thoughts are that uh, people need to look at the vendor prices a little closer, yeah. and uh, maybe do some vendoring. I, even on the legacy server, I still vendor fish, uh, a lot of fish because they're so cheap on our server, and uh, stuff like that too. You know, you can always go out and just do some botany for a while, find something that vendors high, and uh, do some botany for for that item, and then uh, vendor it instead of selling it on the auction. If or you're crafted, concerned, uh, crafted. A, I, I think materials are actually selling more than, or higher than the actual oh, end item. I it, I read that. I read that somewhere. Where did I read that? Probably. I think it know, was the on cost of the crystal. I think it was craft. on on massively. I believe. I think Elliot uh, put up an article talking about the economy and how a lot of times, you know, the end. Um, you know, if if you're making, you know, pants or something, a lot of times the threads or something will sell better you know per item or whatever oh i see um, yeah. we'll sell better than the actual end item um i mean i haven't looked at the personally i think that was it but i mean it's yeah it's you got to just look around um if you have uh any gathering classes any crafting classes just kind of look around see what you can make versus you know what's selling and just play around with it see one of the common misunderstandings is that buying and selling on the auction house generates money in the economy and it doesn't it's just transferring okay. money through players' hands. It doesn't generate money on the server. And so it's not actually producing money for anybody. You may get some money for selling your items on the the auction, but uh, no new money is created on the server, and thus the server's at a net loss. Right. So that's, you know, that's where vendor prices and more drops from, like, dungeons and chests, gill, that kind of stuff. Uh, I think that uh, more monsters need to drop quantities of gill, you know, 20, 50 gill when you kill them or something. Yeah, and uh, that would help with this stuff. <clears throat> yeah. But uh, yes, yeah, so server whole, there need to be more uh, more things dropping money and producing money on the server rather than just exchanging hands. Yeah, yeah. and I th- and and uh, you know Yoshida talked about that. Um, that's gonna be part of I believe it was the random matching. Um, you know, if you do that, you'll get like a, an XP bonus or a guild bonus um, for the the dungeon that you you get matched into. So. Uh, We'll definitely be getting more gill. Um, we just don't know how, but it'll probably, you know, it'll be, it won't be like, oh, you did this. Here's 10k gill. It'll be, it'll be like little things here and there, you know. It'll be a, lot, a bunch of little, little gill additions that add up over time. Yep. Um, but uh, it'll, it'll help for sure. And then maybe after that, we'll find out how much housing costs finally. Cause oh my gosh, dude. I am saving feverishly <laughs> yeah. for a house. Yeah. We don't even I've know. Made, yeah. So much money in the last few weeks and it's probably not going to be enough. We'll see. I don't know. 
I can see you, that. What are your guesses with like how much money you see people have floating around? And well, it's it's going to be. Costing. I mean, it's going to be the same across all servers, so it doesn't matter if we're, we're is legacy. It? You really think that a new think, server is, is well, going to have housing the well, same cost as a legacy? Here's something else to consider too. Um, you buy the land, and then you buy the house, right? So, yeah. it 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 all depends on where those come from. Like the land is probably going to be a set thing. The housing you might actually have to buy. You know the materials or something, and and I don't know if you gotta craft it or somehow I, I feel like that's gonna be the, um, the the non-static factor. I think the land is gonna be okay. It's this much per whatever. I think that'll be the same everywhere across all worlds, no matter if it's new or legacy. But I think the housing. I think that's the part we don't know for sure. Like, yeah, you have to buy the house, but how do you? But you see, know. the plots are different sizes, so I don't necessarily agree with well, that. You, like, well, you you're pay, buying a you small, pay, medium, or large plot. And so the house that you put on it, I think the houses are going to be static, and then the plots are going to be well, what if, varying. What if, what if you purchase a small, or I'm sorry, what if you purchase a large lot yeah. and build a small house on it? Yeah, then that's exactly the same. What I'm saying is that the lot okay. would be expensive, and the house, the small house is the same whether right. it's on a small plot so, or a large plot. So, so the lot, I think, is going to be the same value per size, or, or well, not per size, like, you know, small will be, you know, this amount, medium will be this amount, mm-hmm. large will be this amount. I think that'll be the same everywhere but i think the houses might be because we don't know if because with all the customization and stuff we don't know you know we don't have all the details yet so maybe if you want a small stone house maybe that you know maybe you it it sounds weird maybe you have to get a carpenter to build a house and you get it as an item and you put it on the plot we don't know um but so that's that's you know it'll be anyway back to 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 my question man how much (laughs) you think this stuff's gonna go for man i'm gonna guess a small house is going to be at least 500k. Okay. And then, you know, medium, maybe. Is that including land? Is that the. Oh, man. I'm going to say yes. Yeah. Um, and then I think medium, uh, maybe around a mil, and then a large, looking at two mil. Really? That cheap? Yes, I think so. Because, well, I mean, and consider this too, right? They, like, obviously. The, the biggest reason right now for housing, I think, especially on legacy servers, they need a gill sink. They need to get a lot of this gill out of the economy, right? Yeah, so you don't think they'd be much more expensive? No, because at the same time, they also want people to be able to get them. You know, like it's, you know, uh, I, use the, I use this a lot when people were talking about how, you know, Praetorium is really easy. Well, yeah, but it's also accessible to, you know, people that aren't the hardcore endgame people. So people, they want people to still be able to enjoy the content while not making it too hard to get. I mean, look at relic weapons, right? I mean, that's a good example. You can knock out a relic from, from you know, right from the beginning in, in one day, you yeah. know, now, whereas, you know, 1.0 would take you a Weak. lot longer. Yeah. So, I mean, it'll, it'll make you, it'll, it'll make you work a little bit, but I don't think it's, it's going to be too bad because yeah. they, they want people to, to have houses. Like, you know, it's content. They want people to be able to get in and enjoy it regardless of their, their play style and, and their um, time. Carl, who is in our free company, he saved up all of his uh, Allegan pieces from 1 to 50 as he was going through the storyline. And uh, he made somewhere between two and 300K. I don't remember how much. Uh, and we put the math together at like, didn't Yoshi at one point say it would take two or three people to get a small house with the money they made from 1 to 50? And then, yeah. It was, it was something so, along those lines, I think. Yeah. So my thoughts were, you know, it's probably going to be, like you said, probably around 500K for a single small house and then it was supposed to be what like three people or something 
to get a medium sized house. I can't remember. I know I know he talked about it, but mm-hmm. you know something else to consider too is. So I was thinking, you know, maybe a mil and a half to two mil for a medium. Yeah. But that was that was before they mil. addressed that there were gill issues too. So, um, you know, I think internally what they kind got of gill f- issues. Oh right, not enough money. Yeah. So I think yeah. internally they got to figure that out and say, okay, you know, roughly from you know point A to point B, people can on average make this amount of money. How much of that do we want to you know take away from them essentially for yeah. housing? So mm-hmm. unfortunately, I don't. We're not going to know until two point one hits. I mean, sure. that's the reality of it. We won't know until the patch goes live at this point. But uh, whatever, we'll get a house and it'll be awesome. So yeah, it's all good. Yeah, we got enough money saved up for one. But it's oh, just yeah. I'm, I fear for you know all the normal people that just want one that it'll well, don't want to settle is, for a small house. And this know? is free company housing too with two point one. So mm-hmm. I think you know once personal housing and maybe maybe free company housing costs more. I don't know. I mean, you know. They've just kind of broadly talked about, like, here's houses, and you can put furniture in it, and you can have it for you or your company. It's like, okay, well, can you tell us any more? No. 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 You can have a Marlboro chandelier. That's that's about it right can now. Can you tell us more about housing? You can have a bookshelf. Yeah, no, you can have a bookshelf. Yeah. You can have a um, rug. <laughs> it looks like a goo-boo. Isn't that awesome? Yes. How much does it cost? Can't tell you that either. Cost. Yeah. So. How much? Yeah, I, I think they should probably... I, I wish that they would give prices before... Uh, beforehand so that people could save their money well i mean if it's one of those things where you know save your money now anyway and then if you have enough yes if you don't oh well but i think uh, you know another thing too to consider when housing comes up if you don't have enough money and i think they're going to do um with crafting across the board right now every crafting class can make dyes every crafting class can do a minion except for like you know culinary and they're just kind of they're over there they're not making bread couches i think was the example uh, that Yoshida gave a teach. There's no bread couches from Culinary in for housing, which is a bummer. I think we should start a petition for bread couches. Anyway, I I'd think like it'll that'd be cool. Cake bed. Um, I think yeah. what will happen is housing will come out, and then you know you think okay, furniture. Well, carpenter like seems kind of like the the default go to for anything housing. But I think what will happen is that'll come out, and then every crafting class will be able to make something for that house. So. You know, obviously, housing lands is going to be a huge thing. Everybody's going to want to be getting into it. So, if you have a crafting class and you want to make money, make housing parts, right? Because there's going to be like over 300 parts for housing uh, when it when it launches with 2.1. So, I mm-hmm. think you know, if you don't have a mu- enough money for a house, make stuff for houses, and then, and maybe, then buy a house. Yeah, maybe that'll be a decent way to make money. So, um, and then by then we'll have gill the uh, you know random matching gill bonuses and all that kind of stuff too. So, but uh, we won't know. Until 2.1 hits, I think so. And uh, what we're at about a month out here, so another month and a half, two months maybe before so, uh, before 2.1? the end of the year is what they're saying. I'm oh. gonna guess it's gonna hit December mid- 31st because <laughs> Square Enix. <laughs> because Square Enix. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess probably late November, early December. I think mm, it'll be later than that. We'll see. They're gonna put no. you know put it off. We'll see. Well, and, and, you know, who knows, too, they might, you know, it, worst case comes to, I mean, it, like, Crystal Tower should have been at launch, and they had to put that off. Maybe, you know, same, same will happen with something else. Maybe they'll just be like, all right, here's the deal. We have this done. Here it is. We got to work on this a little bit, you know, a month later. That's here's true. this. Just parts so, of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and, you know, they said they wanted to do big updates every two months, two or three months, and that's great. Um, but, I mean, if, if that can't happen every couple months, it's all right, too. But I know for, for 11, they, they had that same idea where, you know, every two or three months we'll have a big update. And then they started doing little updates, and it just, they didn't feel as as good, because it was just, like, little stuff here and there, instead of, like, check out all this cool stuff. It's like, here's yeah. this, here's this, here's this. 
So, I don't know. We'll see. But I, I think late November, early December for 2.1 is, is my, uh, my guess right now. So we'll I'm see shooting for December 24th. Christmas Eve. <laughs> Probably. Merry Christmas. Here's a house. There you go. Your Moogles just deliver houses in, in your, your Moogle mail. In a little no. Sign. You can sell the deeds, so maybe. Maybe. Maybe they'll just drop one off to you. Yeah. Here you go. We here realize you go. that you're homeless. Have a house on us. The Moogles. I've been sleeping on a rock in Mordana. Nowhere <laughs> to sleep. Those inns, man. Those inns are making a killing right now. Uh, somebody in chat asks if they're going to make free companies purchase houses with Giller points. It's mm. Gil, right? As far as we know. Yeah, I mean, they haven't said it's going to be Points would be interesting. We've got enough points. How many free company enough. points do we have right now? We had, I, uh, I think we had 884,000. Wow. 884,000. Uh, yeah, I think last time I paid attention to that, it was like over 600. But yeah, I, I wish, I mean, I'm sure over time we'll get more stuff to, to spend those on. But you're just stacking up and stacking up. And it's like, okay, well, you can reduce teleportation costs for 24,000. He brings up a good point. What are we going to do with all these points? Yeah. What, what can we spend them on? Housing, furniture, special furniture, maybe. I hope something costs just a flat million points and just put it in our house and be like, yeah. It'll be, it'll be like the stupidest <laughs> Took us thing. a month, but we got it'll it. It'll be like the, that Gubu rug we saw. If you want a Gubu rug, it's a million free company points for something to wipe your feet on when you get into the house. Oh, that, you know, guy who brings up a good point, summons maybe. When free company summons are introduced, maybe you oh. play... Because they did talk about how you would have to, you know, like more or less fill fill a bar or a gauge or something. Maybe after you get a primal, maybe you have to, you know, acquire a certain number of free company points while you have it. Yeah. That's another thing. It's like it's like housing. They're like, we're gonna like put primals all over, and you can summon them as your free company. Cool. Can you give us more details? No. 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 <laughs> no. But you can use them on stuff, and they do damage. Just think about it, and then. And then, and then all the things that you think about post on the forums, and we'll use those and not tell you that we, <laughs> we took actually, your ideas. We actually don't have any of the details, but let us know <laughs> what you want us to have. We have no, yeah. We have no idea what we're going to do with it. So speculate. 2.2, 2.3, we're looking for, uh, for primals and free company primals. So I swear they do that. I really do. Yeah. We'll see what happens with that. 2.1 is Hildebrand, too. I'm excited for Hildebrand. I'm not so excited about Hildebrand. Oh, I'm so excited. I, I'm excited for Hildebrand, but I'm also excited for Gilgamesh, too, which is, I think, in, like, 2.2. Gilgamesh, I'm excited for. Hildebrand. It's the, it's the return of a legend. He's just a silly character. But he's an awesome silly character. How many other people do you know that, that you know, found Van Darnus's halberd and launched themselves into the air with it? Just one. Plus, but he also has his own fates. I mean, how can that, how can that not be awesome? Yeah, but so does... So does uh, lightning, and we don't. Uh, we don't. We all know. Speak of her. <laughs> we'll see. See, <laughs> you know. I mean, yeah, it's it's one of those things. I don't. know. I thought he was hilarious. I loved him. So the music was good. I like the music. The jingle's good too. If you haven't heard it yet, uh, in our PAX interview, we talked to Sokin about it, and uh, he actually sang. I'll use the quotation fingers here. Uh, the uh, the jingle for the Hildebrand face. We put the MP3 from that up on the fight, so or up on the the website. So check that out. Of course, we're getting uh, Shantoto fights and fates and minions and Dragon Quest minions and lots of crossovers. So much stuff. Lots of cross. That's our Christmas present is the, the Shantoto fates and Dragon Quest crossover and the lightning stuff is uh, November 14th. So, They're and then a lot of stuff yeah. into this next uh, this two months. Holy cow. Yeah. 
like what is it? We're looking at like a new twenty-four man raid and three or four new dungeons. Two hard, two, two hard, hard, two modes. hard modes of existing dungeons. One new dungeon, um, one new primal, four extreme mode primals. Um, all this housing. stuff we're just talking about. Yeah, I mean, there's so much into it, and that's ridiculous. And that's, that's just, just that's just the next patch. That's just two point one. That's you know, not an expansion. 2.3, you know, we that's all, a patch. Yeah, and they and they're already working on the expan the next expansion too. So well, they got it, man. They got it. It's crazy. We're gonna blow through this stuff. I I look at like the the timeline and I think to myself, if it's gonna be two and a half months from release to two point one, I I like compare myself to where I'm at. Like, can I finish everything before two point one? <laughs> and and like I'm thinking to myself. I wonder if I can finish my bard's uh, Allegan gear and maybe my dragoon or my white mage. Yeah. And I realize how many weeks I have left. I'm like, no. It'll, no. Be, it'll be just in time to get Crystal Tower and have all these items dropped that you have no use for. <laughs> yeah. That's that's the downside of it is you're gearing up with all the Allegan stuff. And you're like, oh, hey, check out this cool like oh, Fuma, oh. Fuma, Fuma Togi or something. At a, I, at a level 70 stuff. Yeah, it's worse than 80. It'll be 80, I think. Yeah. It's, okay. It's well. But uh so just 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 right in the middle between Allegan and, and Darklight. So which which is I think what we need. But if it looks awesome, I'm down. I'll I, go in there. I'll I get recall, every piece. I recall seeing in February when I went to the uh, the media event. I recall seeing onion armor, but it looked different. It was like a heavy armor type of thing. And is I that an item of light. I, I never I never followed up and asked about that. Uh, but I got a feeling maybe it's just onion knight armor. Maybe it's crystal tower gear. Hmm. Onion like a heavy, a heavy onion gear. I mean, it, it would make sense because they, you know, cool. they talked about how you know Fuma is stuff from like FF3. Onion gear, you know, Onion Knight was from FF3. So I mean, it makes sense. So, but uh, That's cool. we'll see. Yeah, lots of cool stuff coming up. Uh, so I think we'll end it there. Uh, nominate us for the podcast awards. Podcastawards.com uh, nominations end on October fifteenth. So if you like us, and we hope you do, that's why we do this because we assume that like people you. like us. Aww. <laughs> That wasn't cheesy at all. Um, you don't like me back? I, I do like you. I like your beard. Damn. You're getting the beard back. I'm starting. I felt bad because I shaved today, and I'm like sitting here, and <laughs> you and Brian are both rocking the, the facial hair. I felt a little, a little out of place. I'll quit interrupting you. <laughs> so uh, go ahead and nominate us for the gaming category. Uh, also make sure if you listen to other podcasts, not in the gaming category, since you can only nominate one per category. Uh, nominate those two. You can only fill out the nomination form once. Um, so thank you if you do that. We do appreciate it. We love your support. Uh, you guys are the reason we do this. Um, we have Extra Life coming up. Uh, we don't know what we're doing yet. We want to do something. So uh, check the website for that. Uh, we'll let you guys know next week. It is November 2nd. Um, so keep an eye out for that. If you want to be a Gamer Escape supporter, uh, you can subscribe or give a one-time donation of $20 or more. We'll give you a cool little uh, supporter tag on the forums and on the wiki. Uh, it'll help us out uh, get access to some special supporter-only contests. Uh, we do have a bunch of stuff from PAX we got to give away at some point. Don't know how we'll do that, so uh, maybe we'll do some supporter-only stuff for that. Uh, increase everybody's chances for getting that if you're a supporter. Um, Gamerscape.com. If you need to email us, Radio at Gamerscape.com. Twitter at Aetherite Radio. Drop us uh, questions, comments, feedback. Give us iTunes reviews. We can do some iTunes reviews. There's a lot of 14 podcasts popping up these days. Let people know what you think of ours. And uh, that'll be it. Thank you to Bryn, who's not here anymore, uh, and Dr. Monk for joining me. And uh, we'll see you guys here next week. 